Welcome, welcome everyone on today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today we have Wayne. Wayne is the CEO of Exponential Group South Africa. Wayne, you're welcome to the couch today. Thank you, Lutana. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, we're going to dive right into the questions. On Startup Couches, um, what we do basically is to talk to um, founders that are building um, amazing products and solutions all around the world um, to hear about their stories, to see how much impact they're making and to, you know, have an insight into their journey to help other people that are looking to build, other people that are looking to get into stuff like that. And so welcome once again. Excellent. So my, my first question is, can you tell us, you know, more about Exponential Group? What is Exponential Group? Sure. Um, so, Latana, I found the company probably about five years ago. And um, so, so I think a little bit about my background will really give you some, some leeway into why I started off the business. So I've been in, in corporate for probably about 20, 20 years, um, really looking after corporate companies, um, mostly operation and strategic management. And I spent pretty much the last 15 years of my corporate career in, in executive uh, C-suite level roles where, where I was really responsible for strategies, uh, business optimization, uh, business development and growth of corporates across Africa. So I took a break from that probably about five years ago um, where I felt I just needed to do something differently. I felt that um, I've gained enough experience over the last 20 years and I think that I, I probably felt that I, that I had some time to really start giving back to other companies that needed help um, based on what I've learned. So okay. I started Exponential Group um, basically on the belief, I think, that all organizations can improve day by day. And with my experience, I felt um, I could basically add value to these companies to assist them in actually uh, becoming better, um, growing, expanding, and also optimizing on their current skills. Um, okay. I think we, I understood that change wasn't easy and I, I thought that I could help businesses, uh, specifically in different industries, really transition um, to the next step. And um, that was really, I've had extensive experience across Africa, so I really stuck to doing it in South Africa initially. And my focus was really the, the, the financial services, the healthcare, insurance, um, and credit sectors. And I really became quite passionate about the, the current BPO sector, specifically globally, but more in South Africa. And that's okay. because the, BP, the BPO sector has obviously become, uh, South Africa has been rated second um, globally the last two years in a row as the best BPO destination in the world. And I, I felt I could assist businesses that necessarily didn't have the tools and the skills to, to do things themselves like their sales, their servicing um, of their customers and assist them to really uh, contact these BPOs and, and outsource a lot of the skills that, that they actually possess. So I spent a lot of the, my, my last four years consulting um, specifically in, in the financial services sector, but more recently in the BPO sector. And Exponential Group is really just a management consulting firm um, that really assists businesses to to really do things uh, that they really can't do themselves. So, so they can focus on their core uh, areas, for example, product development and marketing. And we can deal with a lot of the, the fulfillment on the sales side, the service side, etc. Okay. Okay. I have a question. Yes. Um, what is BPL? 
BPO is business process outsourcing. So there's a lot of different uh, different fields in it. So if you look at a, a business that wants to start selling um, anything, for example, they want to sell cars, just as an example, and they don't have the workforce to sell the cars, but they can do it online. Um, BPO then come into play and say, look, here, we've got a contact center that can actually do that sales on behalf of you. So we'll set okay. up our call center. We'll charge you uh, per sale or per seat, and you pay us for that. That that okay. basically saves that business up to 30%, 40%, where they don't need to set up people. They don't have people issues, management issues, etc. They don't need resources. They just pay a company to do that for them. So that's what business process outsourcing really is. Okay. All right. That that, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um. And, you know, with with this, how... How much impact would you say um, Exponential Group has been able to make in this number of years, in five years? That's so, actually a lot so of- I think we've we've made impact on several businesses, Lutana. So um, we've done digital transformation plans for top financial services um, industries in South Africa, uh, where companies okay. actually that, that weren't necessarily up to par in terms of uh, technology that out, is out there. We've assisted them to become more digitally savvy. Um, yeah. For example, web chat, AI, or, or robo-advice, um, for example, that hasn't been in South Africa uh, probably about five, six years ago. We've assisted businesses to get on par with with the U.S. on that. Um, okay. We've also assisted, um, I think, a lot of companies in terms of uh, improving their production. So really looking at their processes, their people, and their systems. Um, yeah. Then going in and analyzing it and really finding out um, after doing a complete business health check where their problem areas are and assisting them doing it that way. So I think the difference uh, in, in what we do compared to normal uh, consulting firms is we, we don't stop where we've designed a strategy for them and, and hand it over to them and say, this is what we believe you need to do. We actually stick around and manage the process for them and help them through the entire process uh, until we can actually see that it's operating and running itself and then we do a hand over to them. So it's really about coming in um, understanding your business, seeing where we can assist, um, and, and we're pretty honest. So if we realize that your business is operating optimally, we will tell you that, look, we, there's not much we can do to assist you further. You, you're operating quite quite well, and we think that without our help, you can actually succeed. Um, and and we, I think that the biggest challenge we, we obviously have um, as a management consulting firm, and um, I think myself when I meet with, with some of the C-suite clients, is really that uh, sometimes they're not ready uh, and prepared for some honest feedback so i think a lot of lot of things we find when we do business health checks is, is there's internal problems with the systems their processes and, and most times it's, it's with the people as well and i think um, some home truths really meet um, some of the ceos and, and executives i deal with and, and they refuse to listen and and it's really about telling them that if, if you guys don't want to listen to to the stuff that we're telling you is going to change your business then we can't help you um, and that's sometimes we really have to step away and say that um, we can't assist this business but um, some people is really open to change. And, and I think that's where we really see how they excel and how they grow exponentially um, in terms of financial gain, as well as the, the engagement of the staff and the customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could totally understand that. Yes. Um, so I, the next question I would like to ask is, because I see that a lot of the things you do is centered around processes, people, and systems in like organizations, right? That's so correct. the impact there is, is really, really, really amazing. The impact That's is a lot, yes. right? Because um, these are the core parts, or these are 
very very integral parts of like businesses or making businesses work the people the processes involved you know definitely um so i, I want to ask a more personal question um how does your day-to-day activities look like as the ceo okay um I, i don't really like the word ceo as much i pretty much still see myself as a as a freelance management consultant although i've got my own business and yes i am i am the managing director of that business um i pretty much um have a lot of uh, i believe in basically running a business and seeing where i can not just assist companies but also assist other businesses in growing so i've got a good uh, business partnership that I, that i run off so i don't have an office where i need to run into with with staff if i do have projects i and i need assistance in terms of analytics or data or compliance and regulations i partner with a lot of my other businesses that i that i work with so i bring in a business partnership with them and they actually assist me with that so my typical okay. day a lot on really starts uh, i would say probably at 4 am where i get up and have a cold shower and that's just really oh, wow. that's just really to ensure that i'm completely woken up and ready for the day <laughs> so so i'll be honest some days i do miss it but um, i think probably 90% of the time i do get up and have that cold shower and and just make sure i'm ready to start my day um i then really look at um coming to my home office and really look at the markets and business news to see what's happening in the world i think that's critical for for any leader to really understand what's happening before they can go out and speak to clients and assist them Um I then work on pretty much um my projects and really see what how far I am to completion if there's any hurdles or any hiccups um if there's any meetings that I need to have with any of my clients that I'm working with and and set those meetings up as early as possible I think they're always shocked when they get into the office at 6 7 in the morning and they see emails already flying out from my side setting up meetings for later during the day Um I then basically do I do a lot of thought leadership articles I think on LinkedIn um um I don't know if you know that I'm ranked 11th globally as a thought leader on business continuity by Thinkers 360 So in order to oh, wow. to to stay on that on that uh, top 20 list there's a lot of work that uh, thought leaders need to do to to be recognized so there's a lot of articles um that we do on LinkedIn and other platforms as well as um attending conferences and and doing talks etc and white papers um on business continuity so I, i do a lot of that in the morning um at about 6 i think at about 6 i get ready to to wake up the rest of the family um my wife then probably gets ready to go to her office um she only works from home when she can So okay. most of the time I think I, I I'd like to take her into the office even though she drives herself and that's really that I just don't feel missed you know I don't want to miss out on what's happening out there I want to be on the highway on the freeway see what people's doing as well just to keep my my brain thinking as well <laughs> so I try to enjoy traffic a lot of other people don't enjoy traffic I know that for a fact <laughs> um and then uh, I think I start my day off from there to to see if there's any client visits um I plan client visits straight after um sometimes I just go and check in there's no reason for me to be there but I just go and check in to make sure there is some sort of engagement between myself and my clients um so they can see that yeah. uh, we do care about what we really do and we 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 definitely do um and then my afternoons yeah I've pretty much spent playing with my 3-year-old son and making sure my other two grown-up kids uh, is doing what they need for for their businesses my daughter's got her own business and my son just yeah. currently studying so I make sure he gets that done as well So that's that's okay. that's a typical day in my life. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Um I was a pretty exciting. I didn't expect the um traffic being yes. traffic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> being something you would enjoy. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, my next question would be, um, how has the pandemic affected the business? Um, how has that, you know, did that affect the business? What, what changed during the pandemic? Okay, um, I, I think uh, let's start with my business and then I'll pretty much talk to, to some of the clients I've worked with. So I think I think the pandemic obviously took uh, took us by shock. Um, I think the biggest hurdle is um, a lot of companies obviously had to shut down um, that wasn't regarded as essential services. And that, that had a big financial knock-on in terms of, of, of their viability and, and ability to continue doing business. So a lot of businesses globally, and I think specifically in South Africa, went through a financial uh, period where they where they couldn't afford to operate. Um, they had to let a huge number of staff go. Some companies, in fact, actually closed down. Um, so I was lucky enough to to probably see where I can assist. So a lot of my old clients uh, did come to me and ask, and I help them with certain things that they weren't able to do themselves anymore because they don't have the capabilities in their business because they had to let certain people yeah. go. So it was a lot of those uh, where, where I did some standing roles for standing executive or strategic roles. But I think the biggest one was really assisting businesses in how to, to plan and do cost cutting. It's amazing how many businesses actually don't know how to, to reduce costs without letting people go. So the first thing always, I think, when businesses get told they need to cut costs because, uh, if they want to survive, I think the first thing they do is retrench people. And there's a lot of other stuff they can do operationally to actually streamline businesses. For example, cutting out, turning your business into a paperless environment. Um, it can save some companies millions over a year. And they usually don't look at simple simple solutions like that. So I helped a lot of businesses with cost cutting. Uh, I think for myself, obviously, um, I did feel it a bit as well because a lot of businesses didn't see consulting as a, a top priority for them. They they felt they needed to cut costs on consulting as well. So I lost a few of my clients, okay. but uh, I think things are starting to pick up again now. Um, and and yeah, I think the biggest the biggest thing now is really I think for the world to really understand how to manage and and effectively manage a remote workforce, which I think is the biggest thing is is whether the work from home models is here to stay or whether it's going to go back to normal. Um, but my view is that I think it's it is easier to stay. I think uh, once companies and people realize they can operate effectively from home. I don't see why they shouldn't continue doing that. So I think it's just about bringing in the technologies and the know-how of how to manage uh, remote workforce. I think that's a key topic that that uh, people need to look at. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, I think that's been a journey then um, affecting you in ways that you lost some clients. Yes. You also got um, some clients because they now could do afford to do some things that they would normally do themselves yes. you know so um i guess for you it was it was a kind of a balance lose some win some balance definitely i think yeah uh, so i think that i think so i think definitely the balance was there and i, I think it's always important i think uh, it's it's it, a lot of people tend to bury their head in, head in the sand so when they when they eat problems, in, instead of uh, looking at solutions to that, so I think it's constantly important that you you always look at it and come up with uh, new initiatives. Uh, and if it means changing your entire business model to to stay afloat, I think you need to do that. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with that. Um, my very last question yes. would be: What are two interesting things you have learned in your space, in your consulting space, in in the past five years you've been running this business? I think that I think the the two if I had to pick two I think I think I mentioned the first one before is that 
um, it's it's shocking how many people aren't open to change, um, even though they realize yeah. that they need to change. So I've worked with, uh, I won't mention companies, but I've worked with several businesses that, that absolutely refuses to go digital. Um, they they wow. prefer to still do business face-to-face. Um, they prefer to send out face-to-face advisors to go and see clients. And they, they absolutely refuse my proposal to, to start looking at digital initiatives um, like WebChat, uh, using the mobile apps and having online applications where clients can buy through that. And it, it, it's so yeah. shocking because we, we really see how these businesses are starting to get left behind by the competitors. And, and in a world yeah. where, where, where everything is digital, everything is online, um, with the pandemic we've been through, it's really shocking that some companies still is not looking at doing that. Um, and and these, are, these are top major corporate companies that I think should have looked at that. Um, I think the other one, um, the other interesting one really is that... Um, I'm quite surprised how open companies have been to actually allow their staff to work from home. I think these two topics I've mentioned before, but but a lot of companies that I've dealt with, if I look at maybe two, three years ago, um, where you propose, um, why don't you let your staff work from home? Uh, You won't have a lot of issues in terms of uh, transportation issues. Where there's any national strike, where there's power failures, etc., your staff will be um, operating from different areas, so your entire business won't impact it. The answer initially was no, but a lot of these companies really has opened up where they, they've really uh, gone out and spent the money to actually allow people to work from home. One of my clients is actually spending money on setting up complete home offices for all of their staff, so they, they, they move the desks, the PC, their chairs, um, they connect the to Wi-Fi connectivity and they even pay a portion of the electrical bill on a monthly basis to actually support wow. their staff and really make sure that they are capable of working from home. So so I think there's it's it's those two that, that main one that's really quite surprising and really seeing that there are some business leaders there that, that really care about their people but they're also willing to change with the times and, and make sure that they they still remain relevant in business today. Wow, yeah. I think those are really two strong um, lessons. Definitely. One, one the 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 fact that change is always needed in like advancement in business, but then it's not easily um, affected, yes. right? And the second one being that um, people are also people can change, yes. right? So it's two lessons about change but in two different aspects that people can change and change could be a beautiful thing and change could help move businesses forward and especially when this change is in tune with what is going on the trends of the time definitely right and so this has really really been an interesting conversation I mean, I want to thanks say a thank lot you so thanks much for having me <laughs> coming coming on the couch today this has been really great and to everyone that has been listening, you know that this is Startup Couches, where we bring you people like Wayne every single week to hear about their journey, to hear about the products and the solutions they're building that is directly impacting our communities and our societies all around the world. And so I would ask you to subscribe at this point and share this podcast with your friends and make sure that you stay tuned because we get to give you episodes to get to bring you people like win every single week and so until next time bye, bye.